is up what the heck is up everybody you are now tuning in to not one not two but the third episode of girl genius hosted by yours truly mo i'm here to give you all the tea honey so let's get into today's episode today's episode is going to focus primarily on growing up black we're going to discuss black parenting as well as religion and the role it plays in the black mental health community I thought this would be a really good topic to discuss because let's keep it real. Mental health in the black community is not talked about as much as it should be. And black parenting is also one of those controversial topics with many opinions attached, as you all know. So let's get right into this. Black parenting do's and don'ts. That's how I want to kick this off. Black parenting do's and don'ts, okay? I thought that would be very fun um, and entertaining. You guys are going to like this. So I guess what y'all want to start with first or what do y'all want to start with first? I think we should start with the don'ts. Let's go ahead and get the bad news, the negativity out the way. And then we're going to focus on black parenting dudes. So the first black parenting don't that I have is whooping children when they or while you are angry. Um, I don't know if this was something that was considered a big deal in your household, but growing up for me, my grandma always said that spanking a child when you are angry was a sin or something that you're not supposed to do. If you're angry, you're supposed to wait until you calm down and then you go get the child and you talk to that child, um, you know, and make sure that they know why they're in trouble and everything like that so i like i said i don't know if whoopings or getting whoopings or giving whoopings while a parent is angry is a big deal where you are from but that's definitely a big no where i'm from um the second don't that i have is not explaining why what a child does is wrong before whooping or spanking them is this an effective way of teaching them what they did was wrong. So do you think spanking a child is enough or do you think that talking to them would be a more effective um, approach? I feel like both. I feel like I do feel like I'm going to spank my children, but I'm also not going to be one of those parents that is just like, I'm the I'm the mama, so whatever I say, mama, why I'm getting a whooping? Cause I cause I wanted to, you know, like that's not healthy. That's not really teaching your child in a way that they can grow. So I definitely don't want to be that type of parent. I feel like that's the that's the type of parents that my generation grew up with, and that's who uh, that's the type of parents that they grew up with so it's kind of like this never-ending cycle but i think that this generation is definitely going to end that cycle because i feel like we're more woke and we're more willing to learn we're less stubborn uh so yeah i think my generation has a lot of cons but they definitely have a lot of pros as well so that's my opinion on that uh the next thing or the next don't that i have is don't ignore signs of sexual abuse this one just this just got deep 
but I could not leave this off because this is something that happens a lot, not only in the black community, but I decided to speak on the black community because of course I'm black. I can speak on that. I have personal personal experience with that. So um, I definitely felt like this was something that needed to be discussed. So let me, let me um, say that again. Don't ignore signs of sexual abuse. So if they tell you something happened, believe them, okay? Like you, you have no reason to not believe your child. So if they say something, believe it. And this made me think of a post that I saw on Facebook the other day. So I took a screenshot of it and I'm gonna read it off to you guys. Um, it's basically a mom and she posted, she was like, nobody. And then it's like me. And did anybody try to touch your privates today? So the child's name is Lydia. So Lydia says, no mom. So the mom says, say something because, so the child cuts her off and says, because you're a thug and you not scared of anybody and you'll fight them and their mama and no man puts fear in your heart. So that's what the child said. So the mom said, and even if they say they'll kill, uh, so the child cuts the mom off, rolls her eyes and does a deep sigh and says, even if they say they'll kill you, I still need to tell you because you're the only killer you know and shooters gonna shoot, period. So then she put update for those asking Lydia, who is the daughter, is in middle school so she can handle these conversations. However, she started having these conversations with her daughter very young. It doesn't matter how you do it, but talk to your kids. Peace and love to you all. So I thought that that was a very amazing post. That was very inspirational. I think that it helped a lot of black parents learn from their mistakes. Uh, I just thought that it was a great post all around and it really put things into perspective for me and it gave me some tips for, you know, the future whenever I do have children to make sure that that is something that I discuss with my children. So, um, the last black parenting don't that I'm going to touch bases on is this. Do not allow your children to witness toxic behaviors between you and your partner. Children pick up on these things. So anything from domestic violence, verbal abuse, constant breakups where maybe the mom is leaving the house and taking the kids or the, or vice versa, you know, all of these breakups that the kids are seeing, they're being pulled this way and that away. You know, children pick up on those things. Children are by no means... um you know, dumb or anything like that. So definitely keep those things under wraps. You shouldn't be going through those things anyways. Those are situations that you need to tuck tail and get the hell up out of there because things go bad, baby. And these things turn into death. Like people are crazy. So if you're in a domestic violence situation, I know it's easier said than done, but it is a never-ending cycle. You're going to be in that honeymoon phase. Then he's going to hit you. Or matter of fact, it's the honeymoon stage. Then it's the tension-building stage where every single little thing irritates him. The drop of a dime. He's just going to be mad and ready to argue or fuss and fight. And then it goes to that stage where he actually gets physically abusive. And I'm saying he, let's, let me not be sexist. 
he or she, they um, become physically abusive. And then right after that, there goes that honeymoon stage where they are, uh, they are apologetic. They are nice. They give you gifts. You know, they they um, submit to your love languages and things like that. So definitely don't get caught up in those types of situations. And if you are in that type of situation, definitely reach out to me. Reach out to somebody that you trust uh, and seek help immediately. Because um, in those situations, you you may not even know that you're falling victim to a, to the to domestic violence because of the fact that it happened so subtle. Um, I know one of the red flags is isolation so that the abuser is going to isolate you from your family members and friends, you know, maybe make it to where you keep constantly getting into arguments and fights with them to where you're, you're slowly losing your support system. And that's called that isolation where they are trying to isolate you. They're trying to make it to where they are your only support so that they can have a certain level of power in your life. Um, so definitely look, pay attention to those signs. And if you have children, do not let children, don't let your children see these things because they're going to grow up and they're going to remember and they're going to either do one or two things. They're going to run far away from situations like that or they're going to run straight to it. So black parenting, don't have your kids up in there when you and your toxic partner is doing stuff that y'all ain't got no business. Okay, period. <laughs> Next subject. <laughs> I think we touched a lot of ground on black parenting don'ts. So let's move forward to black parenting do's. So my first black parenting do is create a safe space for your children to communicate with you. And what I mean by that is make it to where your children feel comfortable coming to you and talking. So if something happens to where a child is uh, sexually abused or something like that, you want to create a space for them to be able to approach you in uh, a very high level of uh, comfortableness. I think that you need to create that space for that child to be able to come to you, talk to you with no fear in their heart, no doubt in their mind that they're going to be believed or that they're not going to be judged or, you know, all of those things. So definitely create that space for your child. You're going to thank me later. You want to be able to talk to your child. You want you don't want your child to rebel against the fact that you're all in their business. You're not giving them privacy. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. You know, you want to give them enough space to where they feel like they have their own privacy, but they are close enough and they trust you enough, enough and you've created this space for them to be able to uh, come to you. So I think that's very important. The second Parent, black parenting do that I have is teach them the importance of not only having book smarts but street smarts and life skills as well and when I say life skills I mean things like investing budgeting entrepreneurship college and school isn't the only option stop making your children feel like if they don't go to school or if school isn't for them that they are an automatic failure they are a failure by default because that is not true 
college and school is not the only option and it's time that we stop teaching our children that it is that is slave mentality you heard it here first that is just my personal opinion that is what we were taught and that is a cycle that we need to break you can do something besides go to college and if you don't go to college and if you feel like college is not for you it is not the end of the world there are other options out here for you um also building credit this is something else that you should talk to your children about teach them these things these are things that i wish i would have known definitely teach about investing entrepreneurship you know budgeting all of these things that are going to keep them financially stable teach them about happiness internal happiness therapy things like that you know things that are going to get them through life um and the last thing that i have on parenting dues is teach your children that failure is not final so your children should not fear failure teach your children that failure is a normal part of success it's a normal part of the process it's a normal part of the journey uh it's not going to be a straight path and they need to know that that's okay because many children don't know that they don't know that one failure is not the end of the world or they don't know that failure is a part of life so when they fail they don't know how to get back up because they see nothing else past that failure and we need to start teaching our children that failure is normal because uh, fear of failure is the reason why people don't do half of the shit that they need to do in life or that they could do in life that fear of failure those limiting beliefs that you can't do it that self-doubt is a big uh part of why people don't go for the things that they really want in life so i know we spent a lot of time discussing black parenting do's and don'ts so i'm gonna move on to our final topic of the day which is religion and its role in black mental health this is a uh, jam-packed subject. I definitely could go on and on about this, but um, I have a few questions for you that I came up with. These may be considered critical thinking questions to some, but no-brainers to others. That doesn't mean that you're that one person is any less intelligent than the other. Some people just have already thought of these questions and things, so they know the answers or whatever. Some people never thought. So question number one, do black people have a hard time accepting good things because we are told that God does so much for us that we don't, for us though we don't deserve it. So, you know, uh, that's a that's a common statement in the black community like God thank God he does so much for us even though we don't deserve it and my question to you is does that question or does that statement make people feel as though they don't deserve good things so it's hard for the for people to accept good things it's hard for us to to not wait for the other shoe to drop or to not wait you know for something bad to happen because it's hard for us to accept good things because we feel as though we don't deserve them i asked my friends this question the other day because it just came to my mind you know like we're always uh we're getting into this manifestation we're getting into um 
learning more about feeling as though we deserve good things and you know these things can be ours but then there's that thing in the back of our heads where it's like we don't deserve these things god has done so much for us that we don't deserve so uh i was just thinking about that you know um do those play uh or do they go hand in hand or whatever so yeah definitely think about that the next question that i have is is it okay to be both christian and homophobic now honey this is the tea because y'all already know y'all already know that these christians these christians shame 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 i know a lot of black christians who do not like gay people but you are a christian you love everybody yet you judge gay people but you still do or you still partake in your personal sins the sins that you think are okay but yet you look down on um gay people uh or the lgbtq community so i i definitely feel like you cannot be both christian and homophobic what does somebody else's personal preference or sexual orientation have to do with you there are literally christians who will who will make a gay person feel like scum like they are nothing and then go to church and act as if like there is nothing wrong with that they are the the best christian on this earth they do no wrong yet they will judge and they will hate um homosexuals and i don't think that that's right but you know you let me know your opinion on it but like i said i know there are a lot of black christians who are hard down christians but do not like gay people so i i i hate that i don't like that at all i really don't i think that that's that's not a good example of what a christian is supposed to be that's not being godlike um and that's just my personal opinion if you don't like it <laughs> out of my podcast i mean i if if you don't like my opinion i mean you don't have to get off my podcast but you know what i'm saying like i prefer having people listen to me who aren't judgmental and who uh who have the or somewhat similar perspectives to mine um or whatever but if you have something different that's on you you could take that up with god or whoever you believe in next question question number three which is my last question is do you have to go to church in order to be considered a true christian this is something many older black people believe so i wanted to ask you guys this do you have to go to church in order to be considered a true christian i well during my podcast you're definitely gonna gonna get to know my opinions about a lot of things and this is one that may be a very controversial controversial topic in the black church and the black community as far as religion goes but i do not think that you have to go to church i haven't been to church in so long i think that my relationship with god has been getting stronger than it has ever been before and that's with me not going to church that's with me practicing talking to him listening to sermons and you know keeping a steady routine where i'm not forgetting about god and i don't think that church has to be in the equation because let's face it 
church nowadays is not what you know is not ideal it's not the ideal setting a lot of churches are very toxic people feel as the feel as though they have to remove themselves from the church for because of people like the people that i talked about in question number two people who are very judgmental and hypocritical you know so i don't think that you have to go to church but i've had this argument with some of my family members before who think totally opposite and they think that you do have to go to church but like i said everybody is entitled to their own opinion but i definitely would love to hear yours on this matter okay so this was a really fun episode for me it's a topic i'm very passionate about so i hope you guys enjoyed listening to my perspective before i peace out let's play a game of black cards revolt so this is what you are gonna do answer the following question um this answer is definitely gonna be opinion based so here's your question you know it's about to be a fight when you hear someone say a we need to talk b i just find it funny how c so what you not gonna do is d didn't i tell you all right <laughs> you know i had to i had to add the dramatic effects i had to i had to do what i had to i had to really make it uh for the culture you know i had to do it how we do it I had to do it big for y'all so you know it's about to be a fight when you hear somebody say a we need to talk b i just find it funny how c so what you not gonna do is or d didn't i tell you I'm gonna say it's between B and C, but let's see. Um, I think that C is gonna be my answer. So what you not gonna do? Cause that once you get to the point of so what you not gonna do, that's like you didn't you didn't messed up. Like what you what you not about to do is put your hand in my face, or what you not about to do is talk to me like that. Now, whenever you whenever you say, I just find it funny how I feel like that can be in multiple situations. Like you can come home to your man and be like, I just find it funny how you was liking this girl picture on Instagram. You know, like that don't it's not it's not to the point where where we about to fight. But that so what you not gonna do? Oh baby, that's it. That's it. That's on period. You not about to do that, honey, or we about to scrap. I'm about to mollywop you. I'm about to mollywop you. I don't know if y'all if y'all say mollywop. That's something that that I know we say back home. But baby, but if you about to get mollywop, baby, you about to get dropped, honey. Uh, you could tell by the by how it sound. Mollywop. Do you want to get mollywop? Molly wopped, period. <laughs> so the next time somebody mess with you, tell them, girl, I, I will Molly wop you, period. <laughs> uh, so like I said, my answer was C. So what you not gonna do? So that's it, you guys. That's all I have for you on this episode. But don't worry, you already know your girl is gonna be back for more. Your girl is gonna be back for more. <laughs> As always, thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed and thank you so much for supporting yours truly, the girl genius. <laughs>
really hope y'all enjoyed. But peace out, y'all.